Hey, this is Andy from Blackville Brides, and you are watching CMS TV. presents and i of course am chris aiken back with another episode with another great musician and i have to tell you guys this i've interviewed a zillion bands of zillion band members in my time i think i finally hit the pinnacle of absolute raw talent with this guy this this guy has a resume that just is unbelievable when you read it and we'll talk all about it he's got the musical pedigree of legends he's got the musical sound of legends he's worked with legends he's on his way to becoming a legend i'll say but we're going to catch him before he gets all the way there it is michael gabriel michael how are you man i'm doing great chris listeners thank you so much for having me chris you're making me blush with all the compliments i, don't, I mean i don't know what to do what am i supposed to do with my hands now you know I'm like, uh, <laughs> no for real though thank you that you you are very kind well, dude, I, I as I told you before we got started, man, I am not blowing smoke up your ass on this, man. Your your record is fantastic, or your release is fantastic, Genesis. It is it is a a stylistic challenging record for people. I think if people are going in looking for one thing, they're not gonna find it because you definitely right. channel a lot of different sounds, but the 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 songwriting and the playing and the talent level it, it jumps off it and i know you know that but it's it's refreshing to see in today's world an artist that understands the art and not just making something that they can put on youtube oh thank you so much yeah i mean there was a lot of a lot of blood sweat and tears that went into the making of it you know and uh the reaction that i've received so far has been has been a positive one and it's it's always that's always nice because you know when you put something out in the ether you never know exactly what the reaction is going to be you know until you just gotta let it go you know right it's 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 kind of like uh you know letting the bird kind of leave the nest it's like okay we've spent enough time together now i have to share you with uh the the rest of the world you know so uh but yeah i've it's uh it's great to finally have it out there absolutely well michael uh there's a lot of people that, that are watching this that i'm sure are not familiar with you at all you know right. as i'm sure you're you're aware um without getting into a a 10 minute uh diatribe about yourself can you uh can you give us the cliff notes version of your amazing history because yes. it is quite amazing 
Yeah, the abridged version is uh, my parents met while working on the Purple Rain tour. My dad worked in the Prince camp. He was his uh, personal security, ended up becoming his manager and president of Paisley Park. My mom grew up with Sheila E. in the Bay Area. They were childhood friends. Sheila's actually my godmother. And um, <clears throat> um, my mom was Sheila's road manager and co-lyricist. And so I jokingly say I'm like a purple rain love child, you know, <laughs> because uh, my parents, they, they met while working on that tour. And then music has just been a part of my life from the very beginning. You know, it's almost as if it was written in the stars. Guitar is my first love, uh, you know, and more instruments kind of, uh, they were just invited in the household at an early age. Um, and then I became, uh, I, I went to school for audio engineering because songwriting has always been a passion of mine. Okay. And so I went to school for audio engineering because I wanted to learn how to make my recordings on my simple cassette eight track recorder. I'm like, not sound like shit. I'm like, right. how do I, how do I make this sound like, you know, the records I've been listening to, you know? And so, uh, that, that, uh, was just the natural evolution and progression and then that turned into me giving a she giving Sheila a call. And okay. I said, you know, hey, can I, uh, you know, be on a fly on the wall in your studio? That was like 16, 17 years old. And that just opened a door of a wealth of opportunities for me. And that's kind of how my career got started. I you know, ended up becoming her head engineer of her studio back uh, way back. And then that turned into working with other artists and other legends uh, working in film and television. And uh, here I am now talking to uh, talking to you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, man, I, a lot to unpack there uh, for for anybody that has not heard the new release or any of your music, but certainly the newest release. The Prince impression is all over. And by, and I don't mean like you're imitating Prince. I mean, like sure. his musical gift is was impressed upon you pretty much your whole life. That's very yeah. clear. For you personally, you know, that's got to be a blessing and a curse to have that in your in your pedigree. Obviously, it's a blessing because the guy might have been the most gifted artist ever. Right. At right. the same time, just his name in your bio, boy, does that put a ton of pressure on you to right. sound a certain way, no? It, it, it can. You know, what I've learned is that, you know, there's no one that's ever going to be, you know, there's never going to be another Prince. Right. I mean, Prince is like the Mozart of our time, um, you know, and quite arguably, like you said, you know, one of the greatest musicians to ever live, you know? And so what any of us can do is just do our best to kind of honor what came before. Right. And, you know, what I, the encouraging part for any musician nowadays is like, you know what, the the thing that, that uh, an interesting um I don't know if you want to call it advantage, but an interesting perspective you can have on it is that Prince never grew up listening to Prince. Right. You know, and now we we are blessed with this opportunity to grow up with, you know, listening to um, the this incredible, you know, artistry, not only as, uh, you know, not only in the music that he created, but in the performer that he was as well. Sure. Um, so yeah, for me as at, you know, at an early age, you know, I've, you know, kids are sponges and I didn't appreciate or understand the uniqueness of the situation as a very young child, you know, it's just, I'm just, it's just normal to me, you know, and sure. I don't have any other perspective on it, you know, um, but 
at the at, 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 at being able to look back i am filled with nothing but gratitude for um for the uniqueness of that situation sure. and being able to you know absorb the music and uh from from a very kind of up close and kind of personal perspective sure. and yeah so i mean i would say that it's it's not anything that i'm trying to do to imitate right um, it's just something that's kind of in my DNA, you know, it's like, it's not like I sit down and go, okay, I wanted this song to sound like this. It just kind of comes out. Right. You know? And well, uh, the really, really interesting part about that is um, when we've had opportunities to, to, because we've done a few uh, tributes to Prince. We did a, a Grammy tribute to Prince just uh, in 2020. Sure. Um, and so picking up the guitar and <laughs> picking up the guitar and, and playing some of those famous lines, you know, those guitar lines, it's like that, you know, you don't want to mess up right? You know, because everybody knows how it goes. And, you know, if it's not, if it doesn't sound authentic, people are going to be able to pick it up. It was really interesting because anytime I've picked that, picked those up and I'm like, okay, let me transcribe this. And it's like, huh, I'm learning it and playing it exactly how I would play it. Sure. And then I, the realization yeah. dawns on me and I'm like, that's because I've been listening to it my entire life. Right. You know? So, yeah. No question. Well, what, what, what was your design in life first? Was it to be a musician or was it to be an engineer? And, and I, and I asked that just because, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about your music, but right. uh, your, your engineering career is bigger than by far than your music career at this point. Right. I mean, you've yeah. worked with, I mean, there's not a whole lot of people that have worked with Beatles and Stevie Wonder and Snoop and Earth, Wind and Fire, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's a, it's an unbelievably impressive resume. Thank you. Yeah, no, I just think it was just the natural progression for for me, at least, Okay. Um, because I love being involved in all aspects of the creative process. And there's a, I mean, engineering is definitely a technical um, side, uh, more technical side of the, you know, recording process. Sure. Um, but there's also a creative aspect to that as well. And some of them, it's a marriage that goes hand in hand. You know, a, a lot of these uh, people that I've had the opportunity of working with, you know, I might have been the engineer, but I'm also perf performing on the track as well, you know? And so it's just been, it's been neat to kind of have, uh, to kind of see both sides of it. And, um, you know, I've, thankfully been able to garner a lot of, you know, um, just great life experience being on both sides. Um, and so I, I think that's helped me in my own creativity as well. Sure. How do you, how do you decide as a creative guy, how do you decide mm -hmm. what to keep versus what to save for, yeah. you know, the next guy that needs a, that needs a riff or needs a, needs a beat or needs, you know, a piece of production or a production style right. that you don't want to, maybe you think it's a, especially in production, you guys all know a certain way to record things and a certain way to capture a certain sound. Right. But then for you, it's the, it's almost the, uh, you know, both sides of the, of the sword. Do you keep it for yourself to have something amazing for yourself or do you get something that's going to reach, you know, at least right now, a hundred thousand times more people right. with a major, huge artist and share it with them. I, it just depends on the situation, but I think the thing that has to come first is just listening. Okay. You know, because if you're collaborating with somebody, you know, 
listening is the most important part of of communicating you know more so than even like saying what you need to say and that's especially true like if you're co-writing or co-producing a track you know i always say you know it's like okay i want to see what like what is your vision first okay you know and how can i add to that you know especially like as a producer role you know it's like okay what is your vision and how how can my talents lend to that to kind of help elevate or augment what that is and then if we're co-writing you know it's a it's a back and forth you know okay i want to listen to what you have to say first okay that's great okay here's what here's what my take on it sure. you know and let's see if we can meet somewhere in the middle you know and um <clears throat> i get a lot of that from my live music experience as well okay. um, because playing in a band is all about listening and communication sure like if everybody's trying to you know show off their chops every second you know it's just going to sound like chaos you know it has to be a little bit of back and forth it's like okay you know okay here's the back and forth okay i like that exchange okay here let me tell a joke on my instrument if i were to tell a joke this is what it would sound like okay well you know i'm gonna curse at you and oh okay now (laughs) i'm gonna do this you know it's like it's just there has to it has to feel natural and sure. it's it can't it can't be contrived because you know the audience is gonna they're gonna feel that it's like oh this does there's just something that doesn't feel authentic about this especially playing the style of music that I've been you know touring for as long as I have mm-hmm. you know communication is so key in all aspects of whatever you're doing sure and, and probably more so especially you know working with Sheila in a percussive type of a of right. a band i mean uh, the percussion head it's it's just not the common you know it's right. it's not it's not led by the vocalist it's you know for for music like that to be led by percussion you almost have to you know you're used to kind of as a guitar player being out being the leader of the of the musical arrangement and then you're right. not that's got to be incredibly difficult to do no well as long as you're listening yeah. it's 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 easier well because if you think of percussion like as an instrument mm-hmm. its job is to kind of fill in the space but right. not every space mm-hmm. right and so now you kind of have that in the forefront i mean having sheila on percussion like just because she's sheila sure i mean it's like you're getting the the cream of the crop you know you know what i mean so mm-hmm. she's she knows exactly what she's doing she knows exactly i mean she's been doing this long enough where you know she's I mean, you're getting a master class every time you get a chance to share the stage. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, the the thing that all of us kind of, all, everyone in the band is always kind of keeping in mind is just paying attention and listening. Right. You know, um, and if you do that, it it takes, it alleviates a lot of like kind of, you know, whatever anxiety or pressure that you might've had because you're like, oh, we're just, we're just a bunch of musicians having a conversation. Right you know Certainly. it's like and and that's it and and then you almost feel at ease and then you're like okay cool right on yeah definitely well i'll tell you what michael let's uh we haven't talked much about genesis uh yet but we will here but bef- why don't we do this why don't we give people a taste of genesis so that they know what we're about to yeah. talk about i love it so, so the first um the first um video that's out there or the first actual video that's out there is let there be light um it's the current single from the record um uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this one to lead into it and then we'll we'll play some of it. Yeah. So let there be light it, it, it's uh it's it's a power it's a song about self-empowerment. 
really is kind of what it's about. The whole record is an origin story. That's why it's named Genesis off of the, you know, named after the first book of the Bible. And, uh, you know, uh, so there's a, there's a biblical allegory that kind of goes, that's intertwined through, through all the tracks on the album. Um, but the record itself is an origin story, um, that speaks to, um, my origin and the songs and sounds that inspired me. And so 1970s rock has always been near and dear to my heart. And so this is kind of a, my homage to that in, in a sense. So, yeah. And, and if you were to take away uh, any sort of message from this song, it would be to, um, to bring out the light in oneself. Okay. Excellent. Well, let's bring it it out. Well, then let's bring it out right now. It is Let There Be Light. It is Michael Gabriel, and it is Chris Aker Presents. I'm on fire. Gonna bring the heat. And play for keys. Never been the one to take the back seat. Know what I mean? You look to be like a mushroom. Burn and fire. We're misbehaved. We were so untamed. But never mind you. What's going on? All right, that was Let There Be Light, brand new single from Michael Gabriel. And Michael is joining us right now to talk all about his new release, Genesis, which is fantastic. It's out there now. Go buy it. And dude, is are there physical product? Is there physical product or is it? There will, it... There will be. So I'm working on uh, what I'm calling the deluxe version of the record okay. that's going to include additional tracks, extended versions, just more treats. Um, okay. So they, we will do a physical run on on that version. So okay. um, just keep, be on the lookout for it. So for now, stream it, but plan to buy it. Don't, there you don't go. be cheap, for God's <laughs> sakes. Buy it when there's physical product. Don't just give these guys one one millionth of a cent for listening <laughs> to their work. So, well, dude, as as I've told you, man, I love this record. It's it is it like I said, it's it's hard to describe it. it, it and, and I hate to re- keep referencing back to Prince, but it's like a Prince record. It's it's very hard to describe, you know, from song to song. You cover a lot of different musical ground. Um, right. And, you know, I, I know you wrote a lot, probably all of this on during the pandemic. Yeah. Was it all in like one week, month, six month session or did you do it in pieces? And that's why you have so many different styles mixed around. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a few different answers to that, to those questions. So I been writing since I was like 11 years old, you know, Mm -hmm. just songs. And, um, that's, that was one of my first passions for music was songwriting. Uh, my first love I say is my guitar, but, um, my first like real obsession and like passion was songwriting. Um, so, you know, I have, always had this like kind of huge catalog of just songs, never kind of really knowing what to do with them. But I knew I wanted to release a record. And during the pandemic, 
it really became clear that like, yeah, this is, you know, I've been doing this a lot for other people. I want to do this for myself. And I think a lot of musicians kind of felt themselves in that spot. It's like, you know, there needs to be an evolution of self throughout this period. And so this kind of, this record kind of speaks to that. And um, and that's why I say it's, it's like an origin story for me. Sure. And one of the reasons it's a multi-genre album is because I've, I'm inspired by so many different styles of music and the way that I treat genre is kind of the same way as I think of an instrument. Um, <clears throat> you know, I write and create with sentiment and feeling in mind. Okay. I might not think like, oh, I want this song to sound exactly like, I want this song to have the Minneapolis sound, right. you know, but I know how the Minneapolis sound makes me feel. Mm-hmm. No, so maybe that genre lends to that feeling in a certain way. Maybe that like, you know, 70s sort of rock vibe lends to a certain feeling in a certain way, you know, <clears throat> just like instruments or, you know, or, you know, tone on your guitar can affect your emotional state in that in that moment and what you're listening to. Right. So that's one of the reasons it sounds from track to track. There's an interesting marriage that somehow works, but it's a multi-genre album nonetheless. Sure. Uh, yeah. Was it, was it difficult to sequence it? Uh, you know, not after I decided on a concept, you know, for okay. me, it was always important for me to, I didn't want to just throw a bunch of songs on, you know, an album and say, okay, here's a record. You know? Right. Um, it was important for me to have a concept and, you know, the, that's where the biblical allegory kind of comes into play. You know, the first couple tracks are from the perspective as almost like the voice of God, you know, sort mm-hmm. of speaking, you know, into the world. And then we get into like, you know, if you want to dig deeper, you you can, but uh, then we, Adam and Eve is almost introduced and then the rest of humanity. And then, so there's this kind of like ebb and flow hills and valleys that just made sense to me when sequencing it. Um, and I, I hope it translates that well to the listeners and sure. the way I think it does in my mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, it, it was fun for me. It was almost like a puzzle. It's like, oh, okay, this piece fits just perfectly right here. And, right. you know, okay, you know, it revs up just enough and okay, then we come back down, you know. So mm-hmm. it was it was fun. It was, it was just another part of the creative process that I like. Right on. Well, man, I, I always tell everybody my favorite song to see where it ranks with them. Um, yeah. For me on on this release, it's it's an easy, easy one. Probably surprisingly easier than on a lot I'm, of records. I'm that excited. I to. I'm excited. Which one is it? Summertime, without question. Really? My, my favorite. And I'll tell you exactly why. I love the big build that then, then just drops out. And, it, yeah. and you just have the little guitar part there in the uh-huh. middle. That yeah. is such a that is that's a hook that'd catch a whale on a boat. I mean, oh, it's, nice. it's it's such a cool hook, <laughs> and it's such a cool song, and it's such a cool you know chorus. The whole song is cool, man. So, a where does that one stand for you? And b tell me a little bit about this song. Oh yeah, so I, you know what? It's kind of hard. It's like picking your favorite kid. Sure, you know? it's like what's your favorite <laughs> track? You know, that's kind of tough to do. You know, I I like them all for different reasons. Sure, um, that's why they're on the record. Right. Um, a little bit about that song is uh, it's I I needed a song that was just kind of uplifting, just for the sake of being uplifting. Okay, you know, uh. During the pandemic, you know, there was a whole wealth of emotions. I think we all felt, sure. you know, on, you know, a wide spectrum. And, uh, you know, um, from 
you know, just from the from the isolation to the to the sadness to the hopefulness to the fear to the just everything, and you know, this kind of being born out of you know that period, mm-hmm. I just needed something uplifting on the sure. on the record, you know, just for the sake of being uplifting. And I was like, okay, what's what's better than summertime? And right. I decided to spell it with a Y because I spell my name with a Y. Okay. Because <laughs> I've had that question in the past. And sure. like, you know, it's just just a little kind of fun anecdote. But right uh yeah, yeah. No, I uh that that song, you know, it's it's just meant to kind of feel like a good time from start to finish. Right on, man. Well, well, Michael, obviously you are um you are in Sheila E's band and you um you tour with her. But now you have your own project. Now you have your own record. Where mm-hmm. does that leave you? Um, is there going to be opportunity to tour this? Um, are you ready to start, like, kind of from the beginning? You know, I, am, I am so ready to start touring this uh, this record. Okay. I, I, I mean, playing this music live is kind of, that's one of the reasons why you put out a record, right? Is sure. for, the, for an opportunity to really kind of let the music take on a new, breathe new life into it in front of a live audience, you know? Uh, so that's something I've been kind of chomping at the bit to, to have an opportunity to do. I'm still touring with Sheila. Sure. Um, you know, we still have dates in 2023, so you can expect to, you know, see me out on the road touring, um, this music that I've released and, uh, and still performing with Sheila as well. Why, why can't she get you the double duty thing? Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would make hey, the most sense. That, wouldn't that it? Could, that could happen. That could happen. Yeah. So you just, have to stay tuned and find out right on man well dude i I wanted to go to one video real quickly that you did that's not yours but it is sheila's but i love it i i've watched it i probably 300 times the the video for everyday people Mm. that just looks like you guys were having a ball man that just looks fun and it sounds great what a tell tell me about that shoot not so much the song i get why you did the song but right the shoot itself just looked like you guys were having a great time. Yeah, we were. You know, it was just uh, that that record as a whole was a passion project for her. Okay. And, um, you know, as soon as we got into the studio to record, uh, we, we had probably maybe 20, 30 songs. Okay. You know, um, and we knew we weren't going to do all of them, but, you know, we knew... Um, her vision be kind of became clear after that first sort of band meeting, okay. you know, and um, it just kind of carried over into the shoot. You know, everybody was really passionate about what we were doing. And, you know, we're like family at this point, you know, it's like, you know, Sheila and I are close is, uh, but, you know, uh, speaking in, in terms of like the entire band, it's like, we all, we consider each other family. So for us to have an opportunity to, you know, kind of share that and invite people into that family, you know, via the video was, you know, very unique opportunity for us. Excellent. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to invite people into your music as an opportunity as family. Cause I'm going to be honest. I saw that tour, the Prince purple rain tour back in 1985. Cause I'm an old head. 
So in some way, I feel like I'm part of this this project. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it all comes full circle, doesn't it? Me and the other three million people that saw that tour, we're yeah. all part of making Michael Gabriel. Hey, so. <laughs> hey, we're all family. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, man, this this new release, it's called Genesis. It is Michael Gabriel. And make sure you spell it so that you can find it. M-Y-C-H-A-E-L, Gabriel. Make sure you spell it that way so that you find it on Spotify or YouTube music or wherever you look, because it is well worth your time to find. And Michael, I figured um, we would wrap this one up with the lyric video that you have out there for Celebrate, another great yeah. song off the record. Let's do it. So um, we'll play it here in a second, but where should we tell people to go to follow you and your career and tour dates and all that stuff? Yes. Uh, so you can find me. Michael Gabriel is uh, is my social handle. Just make sure you spell it with a Y. Right. Um, that's for everything from okay. Instagram to Twitter to Facebook. Um, and you can go to michaelgabriel.com to you know stay up to date with all the latest news as well. Very good. Well, let's check out a little bit more of Michael Gabriel. This is the lyric video for Celebrate. And Michael, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aker Presents. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for having me. Until we die. 